Welcome to the Year It Got Better podcast. Join me, your host, Paige Bryan, as I share uplifting and honest stories of how my depression, anxiety, and ADHD changed my life. Each week, we'll delve into new topics and share how it all got better. Join me for a better life. As I shared in the first episode, I was bullied a lot as a young child. And this, of course, did a huge number on my views of Paige. I wasn't secure in myself for years, and I spent my time searching in other people ways to find myself. And that never works. You can't work to find yourself at the bottom of the well. There is a lot of talk about shadow work, and I did not understand what that meant at first. But that shadow is the parts of yourself that refuse to shine a light on you. And those are the parts of yourself that live in the darkness of your mind. Those are the parts of yourself that need the love that will make you whole. For myself, that looked like confronting my own self-hatred. The parts of myself that really hurt were the views that I held of myself from experiences as a child, as a teenager, as an adult. I saw myself as a broken person, as someone that lived in a permanent lack. I lacked confident self-esteem, self-confidence, honesty with myself about my habits. I didn't take the time to look and see what it truly meant to be a whole person. I was just pushing forward ahead, hoping that what I did would come to fruition and that everything else that would fall into line. In trying to find myself, I went through different periods of focusing on drugs and alcohol. I would drink all the time. I would go out and I would party and I would hope that in some way I would meet someone and they would help me to find who I want, that they would give me the satisfaction and validation. But that's not how it works. That's not how you're able to live your life and find yourself in a state of balance and peace. And the, these were this was how I was living for years. In my life, I didn't know what I wanted to do and what was happening. Of course, there were lots of blessings and there were a lot of challenges, but And the biggest part of it was that I wasn't aware of the life that I was living. I was just going with the flow and I was just letting things happen to me versus letting letting myself decide what I wanted to happen. I had to make a choice at some point that I would be the person in charge. And that choice didn't come until a few years ago that I had spent after a grueling breakup and finally crying my eyes out and finally letting go of all of the pain and sorrow that had taken place in that was that I needed to really like sit down and understand that there wasn't a place or a person or a thing that would fulfill me, that would give me the joy and self-acceptance that I had so long desired, but it was just myself. And that if I could love myself, if I could work towards being a better and more whole person, then I would find the proper aspects of my life that would work together to make me feel fulfilled. And that's going to be the purpose of this pod- this episode. This podcast is about how I found a better life. And the most important thing about finding a better life is how do you love yourself when things aren't better, when things are actually going through their, their worst possible time. And for myself, I saw that many of the things that I did and many of the ways that I was living wasn't helpful to myself 
And I wanted to change that. I wanted to be a person that felt more at peace, more connected, more balanced, where they weren't having panic attacks every day. They weren't having anxiety attacks every day, that they weren't crying their eyes out at the end of a work day, that they were moving and flowing in a way that made sense and that was honest and was compassionate towards themselves. And I would say the compassion is really the biggest point because if you go through life without compassion for yourself, how are you to find compassion for others? self-compassion is by far one of the most important qualities that you can give yourself and like I just said having self-compassion for yourself leads you to having self-compassion to others in the world and of the things that I've learned there are probably three biggest takeaways that I can share with you and the first one is being giving yourself grace giving yourself the space to make mistakes I never allowed myself the time and space to have failures to make mistakes to be wrong and still learn from them. I felt like I had to be on point and perfect every single time that I did something. And that's not realistic. It's not realistic to hold yourself to a standard that no one else can live by because there is no one perfect. And you know, if you believe in Jesus, you know that only he could be someone who is is as perfect and unflawed um, as possible. And I know that I'm a flawed human being and as I shared in the beginning, like there were so many things about myself that I didn't enjoy, that I hated, that I thought weren't worth my time, that if I could just ignore them then like all would be perfect and right in the world. But ignoring them didn't give me anything, it didn't give me a sense of peace, it didn't give me a sense of closure it just made things worse and it deepened that wound and as we talked about shadow work like one of the things about giving yourself grace allows the the shadows in your mind to take space where there instead of it being darkness of a a black and white versus darkness versus light it occupies this gray area where you can change it you can add more light to it and make it something that's bright and perfect or you can darken it and you can deepen it and you can make it something that you really dislike that you want to work towards changing in the future but you have that choice of instead of living in one place and in one state of mind that you're able to make it malleable and for myself I would say the biggest the biggest place that I learned that I was allowed to make mistakes was in my work life and that's something I'm definitely going to talk about at length in future episodes but in just to bullet point this um you know, with work, I felt like if I wasn't perfect, then I wouldn't be able to move forward. I wouldn't be able to succeed. I wouldn't be able to make my mark on the world. And I had such, I think, strong and very detailed, like, things that I had to achieve. And I, like, lashed myself. I, like, roped myself into a place of pain because I didn't feel like I was meeting these criteria, that I didn't feel like I was meeting, you know, these uh, invisible goals that I had set for myself and that I wasn't striving past these benchmarks. And you know, that's really hard. It's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you know, you're not doing well enough. You're not doing this right. You're not doing 
you know, your best that you can give and keep forcing yourself to give more and more and more. And I feel like for a lot of black women, giving that 110%, you know, to match up to their like 50% is something that we kind of all deal with. Of, you know, you can do your best with someone who, you know, is most likely white is going to be able to do half as much work as you and get twice as much praise. And I think that's something to say a lot about how we were raised and how we were driven to ourselves in this hyper-independence that, you know, when we don't give ourselves the grace, we're locking ourselves into a place of pain and we're locking ourselves into a place of meritocracy. We're locking ourselves into a place where we're living by standards that are set by non-black people and I think that's like the biggest thing um, that we do a disservice to ourselves so in giving ourselves grace we are expanding what it means to be black women we're expanding what it means to be imperfect we're expanding what it means to live our lives to the fullest and giving yourself grace doesn't have to be you know making excuses for when things go wrong it's just looking at yourself and being like it's okay like it's okay that this didn't go the way you wanted it to do it's okay that things didn't go according to plan, that it's okay that things were, you know, like harder than you thought it would be, you know, for those moments where you made a mistake and you really feel like, you know, like you messed up, like, you know, it's, it's totally fine. And I learned the hard way that it's okay to make these mistakes because instead of trying to linchpin onto making you know like self-flagellating myself and you know continuing to like whip at you know getting better getting better getting better getting better and not making any progress I finally stopped trying to you know continue to beat myself up and I said you know it's okay and I put like a hand on myself and I gave myself that compassion that hug that love where it's like you can do this and it might take a little bit longer than it everyone else but you can do it you can get through it you can be someone who is far better and more imperfect than you thought you would be but you are able to succeed and success is not looks like what you want it to not what everyone else defines it as so giving yourself compassion is really just um and and grace is really just a moment to self-reflect to look back at yourself and to make those moments look and appear more more vulnerable, more beautiful, more honest, and more open. And then the next thing that I would say I really like used to, you know, help myself is to talk it out, to rely on my therapist, to rely on my friends, to really rely on my parents and those around me to be able to say, like, this is what's happening in my mind. And these are the goals that I'm setting for myself and they don't feel attainable because a lot of the times you're living in this place and this space that isn't realistic you're living in this box you've constructed in your head and you don't know how to step outside of that box and see that you're living in probably the most beautiful place that you could live but you know from the inside out like everything is dark all the lights are off and the shutters are closed because you're focused on one thing and that one thing isn't working talking to your friends and having the ability to have a third person you know, take stock of your situation and tell you, you know, you know, this might be something you don't want to hear. You know, this could be the best news you've ever gotten. But having someone else in mind and having someone else around to give you that sense of peace 
that sense of like freedom and that sense of closeness like rely on your community and that that's it that like, that's what I'm looking for you know rely on your community is the next thing that I would say is probably the biggest aspect of learning to you know love yourself and you know finding changing your relationship with yourself because that's what I did for myself I went to my therapist and I explained that I didn't like who I was I didn't find myself enjoying spending time with myself when I would have quiet periods I would be very antagonistic and fighting myself in my head where I would think of the worst case scenario for the things that would happen and I would just continue to find ways to bring myself down to bring everything around me into a place of darkness rather than being thankful and joyful and you know looking at it as a positive that I have so many things going on for me and for many years I did this where I just looked and dug myself into this deep dark hole and you know you can't you know wish yourself out of the bottom of the well to bring it back to that metaphor in the beginning like you have to really sit and think about what you're going to do and make a plan and climb out of it and it could be a really dark well it could be a really long and deep and like terrifying climb up but you're going to get to that top where you're going to finally see you know the grass and you're going to see the sky and you're going to be like oh my god like I did it like I have made so much progress and I wouldn't say I'm out of this well that I'm you know talking from a place of you know uh perfection in my life I'm talking from someone who's still climbing who's still working on finding their their voice and using it to speak to their community but I'm thankful that the friends that I have are able and willing to listen to me and talk to me and share with me um, in their problems and my problems so that way when things are going wrong I'm relying on their voice and I'm using them to back up as facts of how I feel so when you go through therapy and they're asking you to do like cognitive behavioral therapy and they're asking you to challenge the thoughts like it's not just you having to find alternatives you're also challenging the thoughts with what your friends have told you your parents have told you your siblings have told you your professors your teachers your your boss your co-workers like the things that you know that reinforce that you're a person deserving of love and compassion but also you're a person deserving of the space to grow and be imperfect and I would say relying on your community will give you so much more out of yourself because no man is an island like no man can exist by themselves and be perfectly happy like we're meant to be social and communal creatures and the more you build up your community and it doesn't have to be large it doesn't have to be something where you know you reach out to 10 people every day to ask you for things it really could just be two or three people that you feel safe and comfortable enough to talk to that you know that when they listen they're listening from a place of love and care and that they want the best for you and they're going to give you responses that will fall in line with giving you what's best for you and I think that really leads into the third point of you know spending time with yourself spending time in your own silence because there's pain and hardship in spending time in a crowded room and feeling like no one understands you and no one gets you and no one is listening to what you have to say but i would say that that's not true that you know 
you're focused on what's happening for yourself and you're focused on what's happening in your own head and everyone else around you is also focusing on what's happening to them and happening in their own head so you have to become you know friends with the thoughts in your head you have to become friends with the things that are in the darkness and the things that are in the light you have to become comfortable with sitting by yourself alone that when you're at home and you know you have nothing to do that that doing nothing doesn't scare you and that the change of moving from constantly being active from partying all the time or trying to smoke your way through you know the boredom or the anxiety like you're relying not on other external forces to keep you afloat but you're able to rely on yourself and you're able to quiet that voice in your mind and and in quieting that voice, you're able to find that, that peace. And that true peace is what's really going to set you apart from the past. Because in the work that you're doing to give yourself that, that time alone, you'll begin to do that, that true shadow work. You'll begin to challenge those thoughts. You'll begin to recognize and empathize with yourself in a way that you didn't know was possible. You're going to sit and hear parts of yourself that you didn't know were crying out for attention for love you're going to be able to heal wounds from your childhood wounds from when you were a teenager wounds from a few years ago and things that you can you know didn't know were still like pressing upon your soul and causing you pain and I did this and it was really difficult because sitting with myself is when I start to catastrophize and sitting with myself is when I start to find all of the things that are wrong with myself and I start to nitpick and in doing this podcast I'm taking what's happening in my head and this time alone and this silence to you know record these moments and share them with you and it's it's a challenge to do that to be honest it's a challenge to sit and you know think of what am I going to say that would be useful and impactful and you know what would I normally be thinking about in this moment if I were to sit alone for 30 minutes 25 minutes 15 minutes and try and spend time with myself and one of the best ways that I found that I'm able to you know strengthen that skill is to meditate I'm huge on meditation I'm huge on yoga I try to find places of balance and less strife in my body by stretching and moving it around Um, when you spend your time getting to know your body you're able to get to know your mind so don't think of them as separate you know working out is going to be a great place to understand yourself and you know if you want to work out in silence and just kind of like let your thoughts come and flow but you're focused more on your rep count like that's a great way to kind of ease through the thoughts that are happening and i found that in meditating it brought up a lot of things that i didn't think i would still be thinking about that i would still be impained about it really showed up in a way for me that i wasn't expecting it to and i can only meditate for like 10 minutes at a time but that's still pretty long like that takes a lot of strength and like personal growth to be able to get to that place and you can start at three minutes one minute five minutes you can do guided meditations you can do whatever it takes for you to be able to sit with yourself and not feel the need to run away to hide to be shrinking back from what makes you who you are and that's by far the most important skill that you will learn and take away from all of this is that you know having the the grace having the community having that time alone like all three of these 
are going to work together to give you a foundation that allows you to you know have a better relationship with yourself and these three things gave me a better relationship with myself because now I can trust in my friends and telling me things where they send me letters of love I can trust in the people who you know in passing are like I'm so proud of what you've been able to do I can trust in people saying and going out of their way to be kind and considerate and not have to find an excuse for why they would do this you know like there isn't just you know like oh they held the door open for me because they thought I was you know I needed the help but no they were being kind you know someone telling you at work like I really appreciate the work that you've been doing like you know like you're a star like you're you know really gravitating and understanding the work that we're doing like they're not telling you that because they're trying to butter you up they're telling you this because they mean it and it gives you this space to believe that the work and the word that people are telling you is truthful because you're not seeking validation from other people, you're seeking validation from yourself. And when you're at peace and you're at rest and you have this balanced self-center, then you know that the validation that you give yourself is the only validation that really matters. And for those who are religious, like the validation that you give yourself comes from knowing that you're you know like right with God and you're right with Christ or you know you've done the work that you need to with your higher power to really sit and believe and you know take your time to read your scriptures take your time to say your prayers you've taken your time to you know do your mitzvahs and your tithes and you're going to church and you're you know laying it all down in a way that allows you to show up as your greatest strength and that's all you need is just to show up as your greatest strength and because all you have is you like your body is your temple and your mind is really the best place for you to be able to hone that skill so everything that you know you're afraid of and you're worried about changing like do it anyway do it scared do it in a way that makes you feel like you know this is no way this is going to work there's no way this is going to be possible but you're going to do it anyway because if you prove yourself wrong and you prove that you can achieve these goals and these lessons and you can achieve all of these things that you didn't think that you were able to do, like it only reinforces your relationship with yourself. It only reinforces that you're someone who is skilled and is talented and is believed and loved and wanted. And those are things that I've had to do is to ground myself and from my personal point of view as someone who is a Christian, like I found that believing that God loves me and found that believing that there is no price for the amount of love that I get from him is, is tremendous. And it continues to be a part of the biggest like kind of way in my life of sharing with others, sharing his message with others and trying to give life to his word through my actions like that's the next that's the next step and that step is not for everyone but you know you've gone through those three three phases and those three things that you've culminated together and now you're adding on that layer of taking care of your spiritual health your mental health your physical health your like emotional health like you're doing all of these things and and having community having grace and having you know, the time to yourself in meditation and silence 
and in the time that you have with your higher power you know your spiritual work will really impact the rest of the work that you do because you're not leaving anything off of the table going to the gym is not leaving anything off of the table moving your body even for a little bit you know painting creating doing things that really like put you in tune with yourself is not leaving anything off of the table and you know the more stacked you are with ways that you kind of fulfill yourself the better it will be and the relationship you have to yourself will continue to be growing and blossom and you're watering a seed if that's the if that's a good analogy for you to imagine how all of these things that all of these things that you're doing take are are roots and all of these parts of yourself are giving each other ways and patterns that they can you know continue to grow for because the more you water yourself the more you're going to give yourself growth and you might feel like you're in darkness but seeds grow in darkness and they reach out with their roots they reach out with their community they reach out with their silence they reach out in in the darkness and towards others and they're able to grow and dig deep and create a foundation that when they finally spring forth they're able to do it in a way that gives them lasting you know lasting fortitude lasting peace that they're able to bend with the wind but not get blown away they're able to suffer through floods but not get carried away that you know all of the things that we might worry that will wash us away if we're not strong enough that you know in taking care of ourselves and changing our relationship with ourselves we're able to build up and give ourselves the best possible way to win at life and I've done this for myself and I think a lot of this has not been for for nothing because I had to learn on my own that working with the others and working with myself can only come from a place of kindness and love and the first person you should be showing kindness and love to is yourself and that's all you can do all you can do is give yourself the grace lean into your community and you know and expand your your time your time with your mind and your body and when you work through those things and you find healthy ways to do that you're able to really see a change in how you're bringing yourself to the table because you're not bringing yourself to the table anymore as a broken person but someone who is growing and changing and reflecting on how they want to show up for the next morning how they want to show up for the next afternoon for the next evening and for the next few days years and weeks of their lives and it's okay if it's a slow process you know as as humans we're in gestation for 9 months and 9 months is a really long time so let this be your 9 months your gestation period let this be your time in, underneath the soil let this be your time where you're in the dark room you know developing that photograph you know do what you can to really empower and lift yourself up because even if it takes place in the dark you're still doing the work and the work will finally shine through when it's time for it to grow and to go and burst through the soil to enter into its new phase of life to finally breathe its first breath to become a full picture where you can see the colors and the different ways that that picture has captured that moment in life and you can do it i've done it and you can do it too and i never thought that i would be on the other end of this that i would be sitting here and trying to encourage others to continue to go forward and not give up and especially for those who 
have contemplated taking their own life as I have, you know, those, those moments where you know that you're growing and you're living your life and you're working through the darkness, you know, this is going to be what takes you to the next level. This is going to be what takes you out of that moment because it's only with yourself that you can find true happiness and no one can give that to you. No amount of smoking weed, no amount of drinking, no amount of partying, no amount of dating other people will give you what you need to find the love that you have for yourself. And I would say the only thing that compares to that is finding a place with God and finding a place with your your spiritual belief that makes you feel like you're in tune and aligned. So with that, I would leave you just take care of yourself, breathe for yourself, take time with yourself, do what you can that'll make you feel like you're the best possible version of yourself. And don't worry about the what ifs, the negatives, and all of those things that will push you away from doing your absolute best because those are not real things. Those are just ways that the enemy, that the universe is trying to push you off path. And those aren't important. Those are just different ways for you to lose sight of yourself. And the only thing we have is ourselves. So remember, give yourself grace, lean into your community, and find times for silence. And you will find a changed relationship with yourself. That's all, folks. Thank you for joining me again as I share stories and lessons from my mental health journey. See you next time for a better life.